Welcome to Life and DNA with Amanda Renee. I'm so glad you joined me today. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to Life and DNA with Amanda Renee. If you like this video, please get, click like or subscribe and click the notification bell and I will notify you when I have an upcoming episode. So welcome to Life and DNA with Amanda Renee. I'm gonna continue my series on my ancestors that were here, you know, pre-United States of America. Uh, so the colonial ancestors of mine. Um, I took a few notes. It is really hard to study this. It's time consuming and being a homeschool mom of two and a house to take care of and meals to prepare and you know I work at my church. I lead the kids 4-H group. I have a lot on my plate so I only have a little bit of time in the evenings to research and I've done a little bit so we'll probably talk about a few other things at the end, but I did discover, because like I said in the last episode, we have, to go back to colonial times, you have to go to around your 10th great-grandparents, and we all have 2,048 10th great-grandparents, so that's a lot of research, and I have a lot of research done already on my family. But there's, I don't have very many branches that far back. So, you know, aside from the relative I know was in Jamestown that I talked about last week, I don't really have anybody that I just know about that lived during that time. So I've had to do a little digging. Uh, one that I found... <coughs> um. Her name was Esther Say, and her father name was named William Thomas Say. I guess his nickname was Shipper, because that was in quotations. And they came to the American colonies sometime before 1690. So that was pretty interesting. Uh, Esther married a man named John Harris Sr. first. Um, he passed away, left her a widow, and then she married uh, William McChesney. And then I found uh, William Bartlett, and <clears throat> he was born in 1739, so he was later. I believe he was in the um, Revolutionary War. I can't wait to do a series on all of my relatives that were during that period of time, because I have several that were already in America or came to America around the same time as the revolution broke out and they helped um, fight for the revolution. And I do know an interesting story about one of my you know, multiple times great-grandmother that has to do with the revolution. So <clears throat> I look forward to doing a series on, on them. I do know a lot more about them. <laughs> uh, so William Bartlett, his father was Thomas Bartlett II. And he was born in 1670 in Maryland. So he was born in the colonies. And then his father was Sir Thomas Berkeley Bartlett. 
uh, and he came to Maryland in 1651. And so he was here, you know, pretty, pretty close to the beginning. Um, I was trying to think. I had read about one of them. Oh, in doing some more research, I guess I didn't write it down. Um, one of my relatives was a sister to um, Sir Francis Drake, the one that was very close to Queen Elizabeth. So I want to dig more into that family and look into him more. I know I have books on some imagine that I'm a huge history buff and I have lots of books on uh, Queen Elizabeth so I would like to kind of dig in to that more seeing as how he's a multiple times great uncle so I thought that would be interesting <clears throat> but I haven't dug a whole lot more into it it takes a long time I like to make sure my tree is backed up by documents now, in order to get some information uh, for the podcast, I've had to just kind of quickly click through um, other people's research and kind of trust that they have it right because I've hit a few roadblocks if I didn't do that. But I prefer to go back and find uh, documents backing up my information because I want my tree as accurate as possible because I plan on passing all of this on. Um... So with that, yeah, when you're researching your ancestors, it's very important to try to find um, records of their birth, records of their baptism, uh, census records if there were census records. Um, a lot of my relatives came from England, and so far on Ancestry, I have not found uh, English census records. Now, I did see a note on something that I was looking at yesterday, and it said that surnames came about because of census records and tax records. So, they must have them. I just must not be looking in the right place. They just must not be uploaded to Ancestry, which is my main source for information. And death records... Um, if they came to America and died here, you know, that makes it easier. Um, there's also like the find a grave. Those things are very helpful. They have a lot of information. Um, I've found from due to other people's research and I guess, um, uh, I might have to do this to some of the, my closer relatives that I know stories on, but they will type up stories and post them, uh, and connect them to the ancestor and that's very helpful like I've learned a lot of information about certain relatives um, just because people have done that like either taken excerpts from um, books sometimes there's whole books on there attached to someone I have a few relatives that I've found that on um, I know there's a couple of my colonial ancestors that are in certain books. I just haven't gotten to get my hands on those books yet. And I really want to <clears throat> dig more into that. Um, but yeah, you want to back up your tree 
with as much documentation as possible, especially further back. Now, closer, you know, DNA is extremely helpful because that helps you know if you're even on the right track. Because, like, um, with <clears throat> Walter's family and the mystery that I solved, you know, his that branch of the tree stopped at Walter. Um, a lot of people would have his adoptive parents listed because they weren't, they didn't know the story and they just saw, oh, you know, he's listed with this family on the census. So this must be his real last name or, you know, they didn't know about the adoption because those records aren't on there. And if you didn't, know the story and you didn't research on newspapers.com you would know that he was adopted so several a lot of times when there's a situation like that you can have bad information in your tree uh, and speaking of Walter with um, researching his you know I hit a dead end with um, Walter's paternal grandfather or great-grandfather I can't trace back further so I'm curious either something happened and his name is not actually um, what he said it was or um, perhaps he was adopted and didn't know it somehow that line ends and I've got to figure out kind of why DNA helps with that now the further back you go then that's not going to be super helpful. But um, I need to look into what generation, how many generations back you can go with uh, DNA. I know if you go on Ancestry and use through lines, that's really helpful. But through lines is only as good as the information people are putting on their trees because it pulls from your tree and from your DNA matches tree. And so, um, Walter's parents didn't start showing up on through lines for my husband or my father-in-law until I added them into the tree. Then all of those DNA matches started showing up. Now I have whole branches of my tree <clears throat> where if you go to through lines, they'll say zero matches. And I got worried and excited at the same time because I thought, well, maybe there is a mystery in my family and I need to figure this out. And I was kind of freaking out a little bit thinking that my great grandmother might have, you know, done something wrong or had something happen. But um, it's just that there's not very many males in that direct line. And the ones that there that are there, they haven't put the information in their tree. So they only go to, you know, if you have a tree, I will greatly encourage you to fill it out, at least to your great grandparents. It is so much help to other people out there researching that might be related to you because um, my relatives that would be related to my grandfather, they, they only put themselves in their parents. If you don't go further back and especially to first great grandparents, then you've left a lot of people, one like me with 
a wrong question, a wrong assumption and a wrong question. And two, uh, then they have an even harder time um, trying to solve what they're looking for and filling out their branch. Um, I've run into that, you know, with the other uh, remaining uh, mystery matches that I know belong to Walter's group well, with my husband and my father-in-law. I know they belong to that group, but I can't place them. And the reason I can't place them, one reason, is that um, a majority of those matches don't have either their trees public or they don't have them filled out at all. Um, they only have living people in them, and so I can't see those names. Um, a few of them I've reached out to. I might try to reach out to a few more. But, and I'm going to encourage you again. If you get a message from somebody on one of the, you know, on Ancestry or My Heritage or 23andMe, please respond back to them. It is extremely frustrating when nobody answers you and you're trying to like me, solve a mystery, or um, even just simply filling out a branch on your family tree is very frustrating when you've reached out sometimes multiple times and no one takes the time to just even answer back. I mean, you might not even know the answer. Just shoot it back and say, hey, I'm sorry, but I don't have any information for you. Even that would be helpful, more helpful than just having all these unanswered messages like I do sitting in my message box. Um, so all of those things help and, um, I need to take my own advice and get back on uh, newspapers.com while I still have access to it. Because like I said, with Walter's mystery, that is, uh, that helped me get so much information. Um, it even helped when I was researching my great grandfather, um, that helped a lot. I got to see a little bit more, um, and then, oh, and military records. Those are very helpful. That was, uh, how I found out that my great grandfather actually had been injured in world war one and gotten, uh, the purple heart because nobody in my family knew it. Um, so all of that's very interesting. And this morning I had a message. I can't remember which site it was. I think it was family tree DNA. And it said that they had a record on one of my other great grandfathers. He passed away too before, um, before I came along. Uh, but it was saying he had military records and I didn't ever remember hearing about that. I'm gonna uh, text my mom when I have time. Sometimes when I text my parents, they call me instead of just texting back, and I don't always really have time to be on the phone when I text someone. So I, when I text my parents, I usually try to do it at a time where if they do happen to call me, I can actually answer the phone. <laughs> um, they're just in that generation. I hate being on the phone. Like, I hate it. I hate it so bad, but their generation, they, that's their go-to. So I will text her and ask her about it because he actually had a draft card 
for World War One and World War Two when he was in his forties. So I need to find out if he actually ever went to war because I never heard any of that. Um, it could be something like my grandfather. <clears throat> I do know that he had to fill out a draft card for World War Two. I believe it was. Um, he even, I think, got on the train to go, but they didn't end up taking him. And I think, I'd have to ask my dad for sure, but I think it was because he was an only child of a farmer. And for some reason, um, they wouldn't, you know, until they got, unless they got desperate enough, they wouldn't take only children. So the only male child, um, thankfully, because I got to have my grandpa for a very long time. But, so you, there's lots of different places to find the information. Um, again, I'm trying to pull up, I want to pull up the, um, the list of, uh, the pilgrims that landed in Plymouth and find out, just kind of keep that list handy to see if I recognize any of those surnames pop up. Um, in my research, but like I said, there's 2048 10th great grandparents and I've probably only studied maybe 10 or 15, if, if that, that I've gotten actually that far into studying. Um, I've hit a few brick walls as far as paperwork to figure out, you know, someone's father's name <clears throat> or someone's mother's name. And that just makes it really difficult. Um, I have only stuck with Ancestry, though, and I am on a few other sites. Sometimes Family Tree DNA, the tr people's trees are really filled out. Um, I think that's because that's the one in Utah, and that's like the biggest uh, family history center you know, in the United States. And... So I might look into that one tonight and see if I can uh, fill in some blanks from people's trees on there. Because I know I have a few um, matches on most of the sides of my tree on there. And so that's a good resource too. If you have an, make an account on all those sites and if you have DNA in Ancestry or 23andMe, you can... Download those to your computer and then upload them to MyHeritage or Family Tree DNA um, and GEDmatch also. But you can upload to those and um, find more matches and sometimes different matches. Because like I said, that cousin uh, that we found of my husband's that nobody knew about, I first found her on uh, MyHeritage because I guess she had done that. She she had done 23andMe originally, and I guess she uploaded to MyHeritage also trying to find her family <clears throat> that she had didn't have success, but it wasn't until my husband did 23andMe that I could make the connection and figure out exactly how they were related. Um, it was really hard on MyHeritage to do that he didn't have a, a lot of close matches over there. Um, but the more places you have your DNA and the more places you have your family tree, the more information you have access to, which is really helpful. Um, 
I mentioned Jed Match. That's a really good one. I do want maybe in December when the kids and I take off school and I have a little bit of a little bit of free time. Uh, I do want to learn how to work GEDmatch better. A lot of uh, genealogists just swear by it and love it. Um, I haven't been able to figure out how to use it uh, to my advantage very well. Um, I joined that though because especially after watching about genetic genealogy and helping them, helping the, um, helping the police find, uh, criminals from cold cases and even criminals nowadays, I actually have my DNA where it's, uh, they can access it to help them if they need to. Um, cause that's CC Moore. That's the company they pair with GEDmatch for that. And it's a really good thing. So, you know, unless you have a criminal history and you have something to hide or you suspect someone close to you does, then it's helpful to, uh, you can, you can use GEDmatch and not opt in for that, but it's helpful to opt in for that because, you know, they're solving cold cases left and right with that. I love watching those shows um, where they do that because, you know, that's what I want to do eventually. Um, so yeah, that's what I was going to talk about today. I will still be looking in on as many of the 2048 10th ancestors that I, 10th great grandparents that I can to figure out, you know, who all, uh, lived here in colonial times. Um, I'm still hoping that I can find a pilgrim in there somewhere just, just for the fun of it. Even though, like I said, uh, I have a relative that was in Jamestown and Jamestown was here before the pilgrims. So that's pretty cool. Um, I just find that interesting. Um, but I'm really hoping I can find, uh, somebody I can tie to the pilgrims. Cause I just think that'd be kind of cool especially around Thanksgiving and I could tell my family who probably won't care at all. <laughs> there might, I have an aunt that might care, but the rest of them won't care. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think that's sad, but that's the way it is. Um, Thursday, I will be talking about what I've been doing as far as my health and both mental and physical. Um, I had made an experiment this week with how I eat. So I'll talk about that and how that went <laughs> and how long it lasted. Um, so join me on Thursday and I will talk about that. Thank you for joining me on Life and DNA with the Romantic Renee. I'll talk to you on Thursday.